I've thought long and hard about how I want to introduce this episode. And the only thing that keeps coming to mind is this song by Dunsino Yekan and Mercy Chenwo, who is on the Lord's side. I think that's the mindset I want everyone listening to have as they approach this episode. Who is on the Lord's side? And the response is simple. I am on the Lord's side. And the realization of that really changes everything. So let's get into it. Hello guys, I hope that you are good. Welcome back to another episode on the Diary of a Jesus Kid podcast. If this is your first time tuning into this show or hearing my voice, welcome. I hope that you're good. I am excited to have you. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today to listen to this random girl speak and digress and come back again to the topic many, many times. I hope that you love it here and maybe, maybe check out another episode. Who knows? Um, But if you're returning listener, welcome back. Thank you for coming back every other month at this point because tell me why I am turning this podcast into a monthly podcast that is not so or supposed to be so. So anyways, anyways, we're here. And I think the reason why I'm here right now, like, I did not plan this like today, like, okay, today's the day I'm going to record. No, I just hit a wave or I just caught a wave of conviction. I was in an Instagram live um, from Mazino Malaka and she said something and she, I don't even remember what it was, but I just know that I was just like, okay, that's all I need to hear. Like, I don't need no more. And I think this past week as well, I have been very convicted about my attitude towards this podcast and this is not for you to know I guess so I'll just save that but if you see me here very often you know why you know that um God is doing work on me but anyways I'm glad that you're here though thank you so much for tuning in especially to the returning listeners because I'd be so inconsistent but look at you every other week tuning in again anyways um if you couldn't tell by now i almost do not know how to do an intro for a podcast so that's why i'm like saying random things and i don't know if you care about that or if you just want to get into it so i think at this point maybe we're just gonna get into it um I don't envision this to be a long one. I think it's going to be more of a short charge, maybe. I don't know. But mostly a heart check for me. And I'm sharing it with you because I think um, we need it at this time. And so there's something I have thought about a couple for a while and... 
I don't know if it was last year, like two years ago, it just came like a thought that Christians should not be the most opinionated people on the planet. Or maybe I should say that being a Christian and being strongly opinionated can be very, very messy. And I'll explain my thought process, but I'll just give you a moment to just think about that. I think it's like an oxymoron being calling yourself, I'm an opinionated Christian. I don't think anybody ever says that. Um, (laughs) But I think that sometimes we can be very confident in our opinions and still call ourselves Christians, especially when those opinions and not even especially, I'm only talking about this in the context of when those opinions were not based off of scripture. I think this is a very significant month in our world today. And I think in general, we're living in crazy, crazy times. Um, No one needs to tell you that we're living in crazy times for lack of better terminology and so I think it is important for us to check ourselves and ask this simple question am I on the Lord's side and if we are not or if we're being honest and we assess ourselves and we find out that we're not this is a time to go back I think about the first time that call was made to people when the Israelites had built up a calf. Actually, Aaron did, um, but they were worshipping this calf as the gods that brought them from the land of Egypt. And one thing Moses said was, whoever is on the Lord's side, let him come to me. And scripture tells us that the sons of Levi, the Levites, came to him and the instruction was to kill a bunch of the other people that were not on the Lord's side and that might be a hard scripture to deal with but I think that that has always been the mind of God is that we decide what side we're on Contrary to all the opinions out there, there are not a thousand different sides. There are only two options. Choose this day who you would serve. Only two options. You know, we know the story of how fire came from heaven, but there were only two options. There was the altar of Baal and then there was the altar of the living God, of Yahweh. Only two options. I present before you this day life and death. Choose life. Only two options. In the New Testament, maybe if this Old Testament lingo is not hitting for you. New Testament, it says the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit lusts against the flesh. So that these two are contrary to one another. And I believe that's Galatians 5. So we're either at 
every point, either on the side of the spirit or on the side of the flesh. It's a decision we must make. There is no middle ground. And so I think that it is important that we are checking ourselves and asking, am I on the Lord's side? Or reminding ourselves that we are on the Lord's side. It's literally something I just wrote down to myself that I am on the Lord's side. I must be convinced of it. I will keep reminding myself that I till I am convinced until it becomes my full reality. That in everything I am on the Lord's side. And so we'll just talk a bit about what that even means practically and like the context I'm even bringing this into. So when we look at people that are very opinionated and they have these strong ideas about the world and right and wrong, as a Christian, I think that is a very scary place to be because The Bible says, Galatians 5.24, Those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, with its opinions. When I think of passions, I'm thinking of the things that the flesh really loves, the things that the flesh really holds dear, the ideas about our world. Those who are Christ have killed that. That part of us has died. And the other scripture that I really want to make this episode really anchored on is, I think, 1 Corinthians 2.16. And it's just, it's the last verse of that chapter. And it's just the last little phrase. But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. I was just thinking about that a few moments ago and what was on my heart was that I have the mind of Christ. I have submitted my opinions, my feelings to the mind of Christ. So now I think like Christ. You know, people will come up to you and be like, what do you think about this? I know you're a Christian, but Christianity aside, what do you think about this? No, no, no. I have the mind of Christ. I think like him. God forbid that we be a people that have opinions that are against God. God forbid that we be people that are bold about those opinions. Talking about them on social media or whatever in our little spaces, but they are antithetical to what God says because we have the mind of Christ. And I know I've been speaking in like parables, so I'm just going to bring this into context. Let's pick a controversial issue like abortion. So there are two sides, you know, there are two spectrums on this issue on this topic there's the pro-choice and there's the pro-life now i do not care what side you're on i'm not here to tell you this is the side to choose 
Um, but I will say, just as with every other controversial issue, is that I hope that the side that you are on is backed up by the word of God in context. Because that's another thing too. We cherry pick and we pick the Bible out of context. We isolate verses and then we use it to support our agenda and we think that that's what God thinks. No, no, no. The Bible is holistic. It's not just a bunch of random ideas placed together. There's a flow of thought. Many times in that passage that you isolated, there was the writer, inspired by the Holy Spirit, was speaking on something. And so I'll give you an example. And I was really triggered by this yesterday. If you follow me on, if you follow this, I guess this account's page on Instagram, you probably saw it, maybe. But I was really triggered. And, okay, I think that the way I initially approached it was not very graceful. Like, I was thinking about it all day today and I'm like oh there were better ways there were better ways I'm not sure that the fruit of gentleness was really in that because I first made a story like lettered post or whatever before I actually made videos so I think the videos are okay but that, I had to delete it because I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. The way, the terminology I used and the way I presented it, like, there were better ways. Let's just say that. So, I apologize if you saw that. I, honestly, I was really, really convicted about that. I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure how I feel about the way I said this. But anyways, the whole gist of that post um, was... You know how people do these random TikTokers where they not he's not a random TikToker, I'm sorry. Um, but he asks a guy a question and the man happened to be Christian and he says, Would you be open to dating a non Christian? And the man in question answered so beautifully, in line with the word of God, um, in line with scripture, and he you know, he said no. But then the comment section was just wild. And, you know, there are people saying you know, because he said something about um, patterning his life after Jesus and he's trying to be Christ-like and all those things. And then there are people in the comment section saying, well, if you want to be like Jesus, you have to love everyone. And so I can date any, I can date a non-believer because I believe that, you know, I will pray for them to be saved. And, you know, missionary dating, evangelical dating, you know. And so I was really a little triggered and also like, I don't know, I think I let emotions get into the way. And I think I even, yeah, the way I approached it was not the greatest. But it's just this kind of, we take the Bible. So the person is saying, well, Jesus hung around sinners too. All he just needed to do was to convert them. The first red flag is that we've equated ourselves now to Jesus. The second thing is that that was completely out of context. Um, Jesus did not date an unbeliever. He didn't date anyone I know, but he didn't date an unbeliever. So 
bringing up, oh, Jesus loves everyone is just a very immature way to approach the topic. And I'll leave it at that. Because this is a tangent, I don't know why I'm here. But anyways, the point I'm making is that scripture in context should be what informs our beliefs. So going back to the abortion thing, you're pro-choice, you're pro-life, great, fine and good. I hope that it was as you read scripture, as you read God's thoughts about certain things, that was what pushed you to pick a side. And that was what informed the side that you are on now. And not deciding. You know, many times we made the decision and then we just look for a verse to back that up. We've told ourselves that this is the right thing. And then we just look for a Bible verse that we can isolate that affirms that and we run with it. And sometimes the scary thing is we don't even search the word of God. We just assume that we know the mind of God on certain things without consulting his written word. And so many times, even sometimes out of fear too, you don't want to be labeled as judgmental, you know. We don't want to be labeled as, oh, these ones are too too intense, you're too, you're overdoing it. You don't want to be seen and painted in that light. And so we wouldn't take a stand for the Lord and be on the Lord's side. But see, even our passiveness or passivity I don't know how I don't know how that word goes but I'm going to stick with passiveness because that sounds that sounds better in my head but even us being passive is picking a side and that's not the Lord's side so all I'm saying is by all means have your opinions by all means you know Pick a side and decide what you think is right. But I hope that as a Christian, you realize that you have the mind of Christ and you have crucified your own desires. You've crucified what you think is right and you've submitted to the word of God, the authority over the word of God, of the word of God, rather. That at any time, I might have held this belief so firmly all my life But if I come across scripture, verses, and I get the counsel of God on that issue and see that, oh, I've been wrong. I pray that we will be faithful enough and we will love God enough and we will choose God enough to surrender at that point, to die to what we think Or what we have always believed was right. And submit to the authority of scripture. Even that statement. I am on the Lord's side. Lord. Means he's master. Means he has authority. The servant doesn't argue with the master. I think many times. Even personally. I don't surrender to the lordship of Christ. 
Let God be true. Every man a liar. I think that is where we ought to be. We ought to be a people that stand by the truth that is Christ. He says he was the truth anyways. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I pray that we will be a people that will hold on to truth. The truth as clearly articulated in the word of God. That we will seek God's opinions and that will be what we would hold. Not because even many Christians believe that way. Not because it's the, you know, Christian thing to do. Or to say. Because sometimes we can be blindly following even other Christians. And we think that this is the counsel of God. But it might not be. So I think this is a challenge. This is a charge. This is a heart check. It could be all of these things in one. Um, For just someone to decide. And check yourself. Are you on the Lord's side? And investigate your opinions about issues. Why do I think like this? Can I convince another Christian that this is what God thinks from scripture? Because I'm not interested in hearing your opinions. Like nobody cares for what you think about the subject. No one asked you respectfully speaking nobody asks us to be giving our imputes i don't trust my wisdom i don't trust my intellect the wisdom of this world is foolishness before god so we must drop that and submit to the authority of christ and his word So believe what you want. Take a stance on issues, whatever it is. Feel free, but make sure that it is anchored and rooted in scripture. Because then if it's not, then you are, you are your own God. Then he's not fully Lord over your life. If there are some things that you disagree with him. Because I think many times we try to correct the Bible. Low-key, it's not something we say out loud, but low-key, you just feel like, "Hmm, God, I don't know. This one, I'm not sure about this one. This one, I I don't think you're right here. And so those parts that don't align with our flesh, with the passions and desires of our flesh, with what we think and what we feel is right, we disregard. We say, oh, that was only in the Old Testament. And even when it's presented in the New Testament, we say that, well, it was men that edited it. It was humans that edited it. We ought to be very careful when we make bold statements like that. 
just because we wouldn't submit to the word of God. We will believe anything. We'll believe that it was altered. It was this and that. Just because it goes against what we feel. Our feelings can be authority. As believers. And this is strictly to Christians. People that profess Jesus as Lord first. Before Savior as Lord. Our feelings can be authority. I'll be lying if I say that I read the Bible and everything the Bible says is like aligns with what I, you know, what I like. And we're being renewed. And, you know, that's the beautiful thing is that slowly but surely our mind is being renewed. Our desires are being changed. And so we're growing to desire the things of God. We have his spirit to will and to do his good pleasure. That is one of my favorite scriptures because it's like walk out your salvation with fear and trembling but it is God who works in you to will and to do his good pleasure it is God who works in you giving you desire giving you power to do what pleases him that is one scripture I just want to hold on to that God works in me he's helping me love him he's helping me do things that are in line with his will that's why he placed the spirit You know, he's telling um, through Ezekiel, he says, I will take out the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and I will cause you to walk in my ways. Like we have a new operating system that loves the things of God. So slowly and surely, you know, my desires are aligning. As the Holy Spirit, as I yield to the Holy Spirit daily, he's renewing our desires. He's renewing our mind. And we're beginning, you know, to think more and more like him. But there are still times where it's like, God, I don't know why you did this, but I trust that you are wise. I trust that you are good. And so even when I don't agree, my flesh doesn't agree. I am still on the Lord's side. And that's not being foolish. No. Because as much as we think we know, we really don't. Our minds are very finite. God is eternally wise. The God of the Bible His foolishness is wiser than our wisest. And he's to be trusted. And so those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. We have been baptized into Christ and we have put on Christ. We've taken on his opinions. Jesus' stances on issues are my stances. If his stance is not to date an unbeliever, not to be unequally yoked, that is my stance. I don't care what my flesh says. I don't care what the world thinks. 
We don't get our doctrine from the world. We're so woke, this our generation, we're so woke and we think that we know and we think that we're wise, but we're really not. Our doctrine is from the word of God. Not even from pastors or other Christians. Because this person thinks this way. Or this theologian thinks this way. Then it must be true. No. As much as we respect and honor these men and women that have dedicated their lives to serving God. As much as we honor the leadership of God in their lives, we must still test every spirit. Because the same Peter, in the same breath that says, you are the Christ, the Son of God, is the same Peter, in the same breath, that rebukes Jesus for saying he's going to die. And Jesus says, get thee behind me, Satan. Because at one moment, God was speaking through that person. But at the next moment, the enemy can take advantage and still use that person and speak through that person. And I'm not saying this has particularly happened with a pastor or whatever. But I'm just saying that they too cannot be authority. The word of God is... We must still check it. Even what I'm saying cannot be authority. We must go back to the word. Be students. I think the very first step is just to go back to basic Bible study and actually read scripture holistically. Go through the whole book and actually see what God is saying. And decide that you will be on the Lord's side. When push comes to shove, we will be on the Lord's side. We stand by what he has said. He said what he said. We're not correcting him. Literally, God said that audio. If you haven't ever seen a TikTok or a reel or some video with that audio... You may or may not be living under a rock. Where it's like, if I wanted to say that, I would have just wrote it. I said, I said what I said. Literally, he said what he said. If he wanted to say what you are thinking or what you're feeling, he would have just written it down. But he said what he said. So please and thank you. Take it or leave it. But if you're going to call yourself a Christian, it means that you have taken, you've chosen to be on the Lord's side and you have crucified. It literally says those who are Christ. Christians are those who are Christ. Those who belong to Christ. We have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So I speak to myself and I remind myself that I have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So I choose God. Because I have the mind of Christ. Amen. Heavenly Father, I I just say thank you.
for reminding us and for this call to us to choose your way, to come back to your side, to submit again to the authority of scripture over our lives. Let us not be a people that profess Christianity with our mouths, but our lives are the complete opposite. Help us to submit to the authority of your word. Help us to decide that let God be true, that you are true, you are truth. And every man a liar. Help us to be decide to be on the Lord's side. And to deny our flesh. To die to our flesh. To surrender our feelings to you. Because you gave us these emotions. You created feelings. You made us emotional beings. We can feel things. But our feelings are not always a good dictator of truth. You are. So I pray that this month you will help us to walk in step with you. You help us to vet our opinions. Of certain issues. It might be very mundane. But help us. To vet those. Opinions that we have. And make sure they are in line. With scripture. And if they are not. Give us the strength. To drop it. Because we have the mind of Christ. So we surrender to the authority of Christ. And Lord, I just thank you for this time. And we ask that your name forever and ever and ever be glorified. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Amen. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode honestly did not plan to go as deep as we went but i'm glad we went there this is definitely one that i want to listen to over and over again this month and for the rest of this year and remind myself that i am on the lord's side so i hope that this blessed you and i hope that we will be seeing each other or hearing each other rather next week by god's grace um if you see this on a monday that means that i have chosen monday as the day for this podcast and we will be sticking with it as the lord gives us strength so if this blessed you share it with someone um yeah and without any more conversation i love you with the love of christ Bye. Not me actually waving. <laughs> okay, bye for real.